Hello, this is Rachel McElroy. Hello, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. We're just buzzing in here like a couple sweet little honeybees. Yeah, here we are. Buzz, You're buzz. Buzz, buzz. Poking at, poking at some flowers, bringing uh-huh. back the sweet honey that we are going to drizzle now into your ears ooh, ooh. in podcast form. This is a bad combination of words. I think what drizzle into your ears. I don't want anything drizzled into my ears. <laughs> I would I would let I would hmm, if it was part of some sort of treatment or oh. um, like spa day and they're like and now we're going to drizzle <laughs> wild honey right into your ears. And I was like into my ears or onto my ears and they were like right the fuck in there. Yeah, no, that sounds terrible. It doesn't sound good when I say it that way. Mm-hmm. I think there's only one hole in my body that honey goes in. Okay. I think we can all agree about that. Okay. Have you ever seen honey go in a different hole? Uh, no. No, it's my mouth. But what if somebody is listening to this five years from now when the hot new trend is... Uh, uh, butt honey. Butt honey. <laughs> <laughs> butt honey is probably already a trend. Let's not pretend like you and I would know if butt honey be... We would hear about it in like 2029 20, and we'd be like, have you guys heard about butt honey? And they'd be like, we learned about butt honey from TikTok in 2020. <laughs> We're like, shit. Anyway, hey, do you have any small wonder? Oh, man, you really ran up on me on that one. You want me to go? Uh, yes. Uh, we're here on the HBO network. Oh, my it's gosh. It's not TV, it's HBO. Uh, features <laughs> uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, like, sh- show-stopping Bob all-stars. Bob the Drag Queen. Bob the Drag Queen, Shangela, and Eureka. O'Hara. Yes, the and last they name. are... They go to small towns. They and do. Sort of, they plan a drag show there for like people in the community. But what they also do in kind of the background every episode is like give a booster shot to the LGBTQ like yes. communities in these small towns where maybe they don't have this kind of magnet to pull oh, them all together. My it's, gosh, I do so much crying when I watch this show. It's breathtaking. It's a very good, it's a very, very good and loving show it's it's so well put together because you meet the people that are going to be featured in the episode and they talk about how like isolated and lonely they feel in this small town community yeah and then the end of the episode has this big show and there's always tons of people there and it's just incredible and you just feel like these people aren't as lonely as you thought they were yeah sure it's very it's a very nice show uh that gave me a lot of time huh yeah um, I will say, you know, the trick or treat experience, just the whole yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah, I think this was the first year Henry's about to be five. And this was the first year where I felt like, like he gets it. He knows what it's about. He's very thoughtful about his costume and what is supposed to happen. And it just felt like, oh, we we're in it now. Yeah, we are yeah. bird parents. Yeah, we got to push around our little baby in the stroller, and it just felt like it felt like this is this is this, what Halloween's going to be like. We're in the like. real deal. Th- yeah, that's yeah. been happening to us a lot lately, where we've just kind of been realizing like we are done creating children. Yeah, now we are about to go down that that very fast slope of like, oh, now this is we're just in. Now we're <laughs> we are parents to as many kids as we're going to be parents to. That's 
That's wild. Uh, yeah, I think that's something that we may have referenced, but you know, Griffin and I, I think had two children in our head when we thought about having children, but we were not really sure if that was going to happen for us. And then, of course, the second happened during the pandemic, which made it seem all the more surreal. Yeah. And so now, a lot of times, we look at each other and we think we have the two. We have the two that this we're is the have. two. Yep. Uh, we say that if we do accidentally no, make a third, no. well, I don't want, you know, little, you know, Barry to hear this <laughs> and be like, shit, they really didn't want me, huh? No. Yeah. Um, I go first this week. Okay, great. Both our kids are back in school, which is very exciting. And life has gotten back to normal a little bit. But I feel like this week, everything kind of piled up that we've been storing up for our, our, you know, convalescing with children phase. All that said, this is going to be a really short one, but Halloween got me just psyched for it. And I can't believe I haven't talked about it before. I want to talk about Skittles. Oh my gosh, taste the rainbow. You do taste the rainbow. No, it's a spammerous call on my phone. I read my notes off of. Probably like, hey, Prop A, get there. I know, I already got one of those calls. I've gotten like 15 Prop A calls before. Yeah. Damn, this episode's coming out tomorrow when today is election day. Boy, I hope you voted against Prop A, Austin friends. (laughs) Okay, um, so Skittles. If I had to eat one type of candy, like one archetype of candy, it would, of course, be fruity, like chewy candy. Like, you know this about me, yes? I do, yeah. We have different feelings about this. I like a fruity, chewy, you like a chocolatey yum-yum, right? Yeah, I mean, if both were on the table, I would choose the chocolatey yum yum. That's not to say that I, I would. You enjoy a Swedish I, uh, fish. I do. From Sweden. I enjoy a Skittle as well. Yeah. It's, it's like. Just one. It's the cutest thing. She just takes one Skittle <laughs> I like and nibbles the green on ones. it. I like the green ones. Yeah. Green and yellow. Yellow is my second. Do you know what's funny? Is to this day, no one seems quite sure if the flavors are different. Isn't that kind of preposterous? It says on the package. It says on the package what the colors are. Are but if are the flavors different? Yes, nobody knows. Yes, do you have a favorite? Do I have a favorite? I, uh, you said that, and my mind immediately jumped to purple. I love grape. Wow. Anything. Yeah. See, grape is like the flavor that the medicine comes in. So it's I like hard. that too. That that's probably why I associate that good flavor with good health. Anyway, if you told me I had to eat one type of candy for the rest of my life, I would I would say why. Because that's a preposterous thing to ask somebody. To, why can I only eat? What are you going to do if I eat two different types of candy? Do I, go to jail. I go to jail? <laughs> you can't do that to me. I know the laws. Um, but if somebody like continued to prod me, I would say with enthusiasm, well, Skittles. Skittles it is then. Uh, now, are you going to talk about the different varieties of Skittles? I have prepared... Every different variety of Skittles okay, good, that good, has good, ever good. been released. We'll get to the, get that uh, good, toward good, the back good. half. I can just do a quick like, uh, like go down the list and see if you think it's a good, tasty flavor or not. Can I guess one? Yeah, sure. Skittles after dark. I think that's probably on there. There's, I'm not kidding. There's like 50 <laughs> of them. I haven't even looked at them all. Uh, fr- fruity, chewy candies are my favorite, and Skittles are the best one of those. You get that crunch of the shell. You get that almost taffy-like consistency of the stuff on the inside. It's got a great chew. If your mouth is not watering while you listen to this description, I don't know who it's you are. It's got a great <laughs> chew. It's got just the right amount of sweetness. It is one of the most unhealthy candies that you can eat. They are very rich in sugars and yeah. fats. And It feels like if you have a Skittle, your dentist will know. Your yeah, dentist like, will be able to look at your teeth and approximate how many Skittles you have had. That My dentist actually installed a little like meter in my <laughs> upper uh, left gum. So he can look in there and be like, looks like you've had 
458 <laughs> Skittles since last time I saw you. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you remember when I was, I, I, I said that about the taffy-like interior, when really it's just like palm kernel oil and sugar and just like regular candy bullshit. <laughs> do you remember when Claire uh, Saffitz tried to make oh, Skittles on gourmet yes. meats? It was like the hardest thing imaginable. Yes. So respect to the Skittles brand for like, devising this this very well, tricky anything, candy. Anything that has a lot of chemicals in it like gets to be kind of complicated to reproduce, I think. Yeah. Hey, do you eat, this is another aside. This segment's going to be full of asides because okay. it's not very long. Okay. Do you eat one Skittle at a time or do you just jam a fistful? Oh, one at a time. All right. This is another difference between me and you. Yeah. I feel like you you get your whole paw in there. Well, I take the logo, the, the catchphrase. What's it called? Tastes, slogan. Oh. I take the slogan very seriously. It's not saying taste the individual colors of the rainbow. See, I, I think this also goes back to the fact that I very firmly believe they have different flavors. Yeah. And I want to experience each flavor one at a time. That's interesting. I like to mix them up. Mm. I'm kind of more of a gourmand than yeah. you are, I suppose. You're kind of more of a dharma. <laughs> I'm a little bit more of a dharma in this one specific. Should we start a Dharma and Greg recap podcast where at the end of every episode we... <laughs> Evaluate one another for whether we are Dharma or Greg. <laughs> yeah, this. we have a, like a tally going uh-huh. each week. Looks like I've got, oh no, 300 Greg points and only <laughs> two Dharma points, both based on Skittles and how I like I to enjoy I feel like them. that would influence our topics. I feel like if I was really trailing in my Dharma points, then yeah. the next week I would bring like, you know, incense. Uni- unicycling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure. Um, a brief history on Skittles because it is very brief. Nobody knows who invented them. They were first made uh, commercially by Mars. A, del- a British confectioner uh, who you may have heard of. And I think it's funny that you said commercially as if people were doing like Skittle stands in front of their house. Well, that's the thing. They don't attribute the invention of this candy to Mars. Who do they, who, yeah. who, who did it then? I don't know. Probably some like traveling medicine, you know. Mrs. Skittle. Mrs. Skittle came around and s- selling it. Um, it was just a slam dunk right away. People were like crazy about these little guys. Uh, that was 1974. They were first made available, and then they were named Skittles after the game. Of course, the delightful. I think I've talked about Skittles in here. It's like a lawn bowling game. Yeah, one of, one of many but, uh, that exists. But are, is there a piece, a game piece that looks like the candy? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely, there is. Um, in 1979, five years later, North America started importing them, and they were like, "Hey, these are fucking great." And so three years later, they started to produce them domestically here in North America. And then the rest of the history is they made about a billion fucking flavors of it. And they made some pretty wild Super Bowl commercials. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Mm-hmm. That being said, let's see what, let's see what, let's figure out the best type of Skittles now. Okay. The three main ones, of course, are original, where you get your grape, lemon, lime, orange, strawberry. Uh-huh. There was a limited edition one in the UK that was cherry cola, which was blue. Ooh. The blue dye for food is like kind of more expensive to make than other colors for reasons that are way beyond my comprehension. So blue has only showed up. And also, like, what color would you do for cherry cola that wouldn't get it confused with brown? Or, yeah, or a like a red fruit, you know? Yeah, brown isn't, brown's different from red. I think brown is the way to go here, but I think we're, we missed the boat on that. See, people would think chocolate, though, I think. when they Yes. Say- the other main ones are the berry, what are they called? Wild berry, where you get your berry punch, melon berry, raspberry, strawberry, wild cherry. Any thoughts on those? I don't know. 
that I had those. That's bonkers. I for me, like if I want a skittle, I want a skittle. You what know? about tropical flavor? Banana berry, kiwi lime, mango tangelo, uh, pineapple passion fruit, and strawberry straw. Uh, stra- I think strawberry if I want... starfruit. Starfruit. <laughs> I think if I want a skittle, I want a skittle. My gosh, does there is there any point in me continuing? Down well, this list? I mean the sour. I love the sour. There is sour. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is tart and tangy. Which were those that represent the sour Skittles that were released after these were discontinued with slight differences on the flavors. Huh. Okay, so that's basically sour Skittles. I don't like sour Skittles. I think they are abrasive to the tongue. Oh, man. I feel like I've purchased these for you several times. You have, and I've eaten them politely. (laughs) I thought, oh, Griffin loves Skittles. Griffin loves sour. Here are his two favorite things in one candy. I could sharpen a knife on a sour Skittle. Yeah, they are. So abrasive is their grit. Uh, I like the flavor. I used to dump them in water and then sort of decant them through a strainer. And then I would eat the wet, gritless Skittles. And that's cooking, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm kind of a gourmand, (laughs) like I've said. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, you got Crazy Cores, where they were basically, the colors were different on the outside. The flavors were supposed to be on the inside. Uh, Similar thing with Skittles Confused, which I don't think came out in the United States of America. Because that's a pretty bonkers yeah. name for did a candy, they ever do and I would remember big that. Skittles? Oh, honey, did they do big Skittles? That's actually the last one on the list here. Uh, they were called Skittles Giants, and they were just big Skittles. <laughs> Love it. Love uh, it. Uh, all right, I'm going to go down and just kind of pick out the ones with the best names, because I'm not kidding. They have made so many different kinds of these bad boys. Extreme, you had two flavors in one Skittle. Green apple, watermelon, red apple, watermelon, green apple, grape, lemon, lemon, watermelon, lime, lemon, green apple. This that is too extreme. It's so extreme I can't even understand it. <laughs> I just said the name of a bunch of fruits, and people at home nodded, pretending to understand. <laughs> uh, let's see. You got crazy sours, which, wow. which were the former tart and tangy. So okay. they loved. Okay. They loved, They had to have two different kind of sour skittles. Is, are, the, are there uh, less grit particles on the the crazy sour? Yeah. I, I would imagine the crazy sours are like you're eating. Granite at that. It's like point. a winter coat on this. Yeah, <laughs> smoothie mix I've had before. Those were quite pleasant. Oh. You had your lemon berry, mixed berry, orange mango. They had a bit more of a creamy uh, mouthfeel. Huh. Makes yeah. me think of a Starburst. Um. Yeah, Starburst are okay. I- ice cream treats, caramel ripple, chocolate. <laughs> I'm out of here. Bye. I don't even want to read the rest of the That's flavors. Strange. Nobody wants that. If people wanted chocolate Skittles, they would eat M&M's. You know what's funny is that f- for me, like if I made you close your eyes and yeah. I put an M&M in one hand and a Skittle in the other, do you think you could immediately just by touch identify the difference? No. See, I think I could. Really? I feel like Skittles are a totally different shape than an M&M. Skittles are a little bit thicker. I'll yeah, say right. that. They got a, th- a sturdier bill. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, there's carnival flavors, bubblegum candy, apple cotton candy, licorice, bleh, green slushy. Some of those sound good. Uh, Skittles Unlimited. These were a uh, <laughs> limited edition Canadian uh, brand of Skittles. Wait, Skittles Unlimited and it was limited edition? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, sold in Canada. The flavors were bubblegum, jam donut, popcorn, toffee apple. Oh my God, that's so Canadian. Is it? I don't know. It just seems really Canadian to me. Canadians jam? are known for their love. Was there of jam in there? Jam donut. Yeah. See, there you go. But bubblegum popcorn and toffee apple. I don't know. I would mess with. Uh, I don't want the bubble. I don't really want bubblegum flavor or popcorn. That toffee apple, though, I would destroy. Double sour. This is covered with a double portion of very sour citric acid oh, crystals. Oh, man. You joked earlier. You I didn't did. know about double sour. I didn't. 
Uh, they made gum for a while. Did you ever have any of that? It was fine. No. It, you can't break your like reflex of like, mm, Skittles flavor. Whoop. Down it goes. Can you speak to the kind of candy tourism that occurred in the McElroy household? Because I feel like any time we talk about a particular product that was available for a limited time yeah. in the 90s, early 2000s, the McElroys have tried it and they have an opinion about it. You are maybe thinking about cereal, which is definitely more <laughs> of a, I don't know, a pillar of our household. I will say my mom loved like shock tarts and yeah. sour Skittles and like a lot of sour candy, a lot of fruity candy. So yeah. I think a lot of it came into our our house uh, via via my mom. Yeah, maybe um, I'm, maybe I'm thinking of cereal. I just feel like anytime we talk about a particular product that doesn't exist anymore, yeah. y'all have tried it and and you know definitely you know the experience. There was just chocolate, so it was hot chocolate, milk chocolate, mocha chocolate, nutty chocolate, wild chocolate. Disgusting. No, it's so thanks. confusing to me. So does it have this Skittles texture, but it's chocolate? I guess nobody wants that. No. Uh, Skittles fizzled fruits. Uh, those had a fizzing powder coating. Can you say that again? F- Skittles fizzled fruit. Skittles fizzled fruit. They were introduced in 2010 and quickly discontinued in 2012 because everybody looked at those and said, fucking gross. Bye. Skittles fizzled fruits. That's a good vocal warm up. Uh, Skittles riddles. <laughs> it's the same as confused Skittles. They just had different colors than the flavors. Oh, so it wasn't like. Uh, <laughs> I will give you this. Instead of Skittles after dark, they did have Skittles dark side. <laughs> which had wicked pomegranate, black cherry, forbidden fruit, sweet strawberry, midnight lime, dark berry, and blood orange. You know what Skittles riddle should have been is that instead of the signature S on each one, you had a bunch of different letters and it was your job to put together the riddle a la Survivor Puddlesle. That's you know? fun. I, like I tried fun. to find the font that is on the, not the font of the logo <laughs> of Skittles, but uh-huh. the font that is actually on the candy. Of the I could S? not find yeah. it. Could not find it. Huh. I apologize. Uh, the rest of these are pretty boring. Uh, a lot of them are just like mixing up the colors to the flavors, and they're called things like Skittles Trick Plays. <laughs> um, and then, let me see, Skittles Love Mix. That was a Target-only release from 2018. Big ups to Target, keeping the brand going. Uh, Sweet Heat. That had your picante passion fruit, your sizzling strawberry. Uh, another UK original. Zombie Skittles, Skittles Imposters, Skittles Freeze Pop, Skittles Sour Wildberry. I never saw those. They were exclusive to Dollar General. <laughs> oh my gosh. Why didn't nobody tell me? Fuck. And then uh, Skittles Skittles Chewies. Which well, if I know Dollar well. General, they probably still have some. Yeah, probably. Somewhere. And Skittles Giants. That That ends my Skittles segment. It was very well done. Thanks. It went very long. I was like, this is going to be short. <laughs> and then we talked about Skittles for 20 minutes. Can I steal you away? Yes. Cool. Griffin? Yeah. You know what's a shame? What? Is that when you order uh, meals to be delivered to you, they can only be for dinner. That's true because of the law. But wait, wait, what's this coming across our desk? The law is different now? <laughs> it's factor. These rebels are operating outside the boundaries of food law. <laughs> Factor has breakfast. They have midday bites. They have smoothies. Uh, there's lots of stuff you can get with Factor. What other things can you get with Factor? Well, I'm looking at this menu right now. They got a lot of tasty little options for you. I'm talking about artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. Did you even know that butter could be tomato? <laughs> Not me. Shredded chicken and loaded mashed taters. 
with I changed the word. They say potatoes, but I said taters, precious. With mushroom <laughs> gravy, smoked cheddar, uh, bacon, and Parmesan broccoli. Uh, this this menu is out of sight, and my mouth is just watering looking at these glossy JPEGs of tasty food. So head to factormeals.com slash wonderful50 and use code wonderful50 to get 50% off. That's code wonderful50 at factormeals.com slash wonderful50 to get 50% off. It can be intimidating trying to roll with the console cowboys in cyberspace. Um, there's always the worry that maybe they know something that you don't vis-a-vis um, website design or website functionality, and you think that I could never be that. I could never be among their illustrious ranks. Griffin, if I wanted to build a website where I ranked my favorite episodes of Ghostwriter, would I be able to do that? Well, first of all, it would be the same list as everybody else's with the Julia <laughs> Styles episode at the top. But yes, you can do that with Squarespace. It's the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Every Squarespace website and online store comes with a suite of integrated features and useful guides that help maximize prominence among search results. Do you want to have special functionality, like maybe a members-only VIP club section of your website? You can do that. Do you want to sell stuff? Yeah, you can do that too. Do you want to have an online scheduler so that people, you can, you can sell uh your time yeah you can do that also anything is possible that's um there for the commercial the super bowl commercial they had that was my voice yelling anything is possible in the wow background. yeah not a lot of people know that hey head to squarespace.com slash wonderful pod for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use offer code wonderful pod to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain we got a couple gumbo babies for you but before we do those i do want to tell you if you do want purchase your own Bramble Bop, you can do that <laughs> by entering into our drawing. We are going to be opening up spots uh, for the first half of 2022, and as we've been doing it for a while now, uh, we are going to be holding a, a drawing for personal Jumbotron spots. Uh, if you'd like to enter the drawing for a chance to purchase a Jumbotron on Wonderful, head to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron drawing. The drawing closes on Friday, November 19th. Uh, if your name is Drawn, you'll have the option to purchase a personal Jumbotron message for 100 bucks. I know that sounds wild. You think, if I get pulled, that should be free, right? <laughs> uh, we have much more demand than we do supply, yeah, since we only true. do a couple of the, these these per episode. So that's that's why we've been doing it this way. Once again, we're only accepting personal messages at this time, and the air date is estimated, not guaranteed. For complete details, please visit MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron Drawing, or email Daniel at MaximumFun.org if you have any further questions. With that out of the way. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's give a sample of the kind of oh, product okay, okay. that we offer. This is a hundred dollars worth right here. Here comes a big, a big Benjamin flavored message. Okay, <laughs> uh, and it's for Joel Davis, and it's from Aaron Alltop, who says, "Joel, I am so grateful to have spent these past twelve years doing life with my best friend. No matter what we're doing, every day is the best day when we're together. I can't wait to see what adventures we will have in the next 12 years. This time with our cats, Boo and Banersh, by our side. I love you, bud. As from Aaron, that was a sweet, a sweet one. Those yeah. are two good names. 12 years. 12 years. I think time. that warrants dropping $100 <laughs> to let your loved one know what they mean to them and also your cat's names. <laughs> Uh, can I read this next message? I wish you would. This is for Eliza. It is from Jacob. Hello, my dear Eliza. By the time you hear this, we'll be engaged and living in Chicago. 
I am so grateful that I get to share my life with someone so talented, brilliant, and kind. I so cherish our mutual love of all things McElroy and hope this message brings some more joy to your day. I love you. Love, Jacob. Oh, Chicago. The windy city. Chicago. The big windy city. (laughs) You know what? The most common Chicago dream I have is that I am entering an apartment building uh, that in my dream is mine in Chicago, and I am trying to get the mailbox open. Whoa. To to read the mail. I don't know. I think it was just that, you know, when you lived in an apartment, you had a mailbox key. Oh. And I feel like that was like an added source of stress. Uh, that's not it. I to have you, multiple keys. I think you got a secret locked inside Ooh. that you aren't telling me or anybody. Wow. And I'm going to get to the bottom of it by the end of this episode. Ooh, I just got sweaty. You should be, secret <laughs> haver. Hey, kid. Your dad tell you about the time he broke Stephen Dorff's nose at the Kids' Choice Awards? <laughs> In Dead Pilot Society, scripts that were developed by studios and networks but were never produced are given the table reads they deserve. When I was a kid, I had to spend my Christmas break filming a PSA about angel dust. So yeah, being a kid sucks sometimes. Presented by Andrew Reich and Ben Blacker. Dead Pilot Society, twice a month on MaximumFun.org. You know, the show you like, that hobo with the scarf who lives in a magic dumpster. <laughs> Doctor Who. Yeah. Do you want to hear my wonderful thing? I would love to. Can I give you a hint? Yeah. It is in this room. Oh, gosh. The rowing machine? No. Oh, we bought a rowing machine. No need to brag, but we are... We row now. Real health nuts. We're basically on crew. Um, Is it bupropion? No. AKA well butrin. <laughs> I didn't I didn't set you up to give a bunch of personal information, but Is here we my, are. My um my butt cream that I put on <laughs> for my delicate hiner. Is it uh whiteboards? No, it, no. I, I was gonna give you three guesses so this wouldn't go on too long. What water in a bottle. No. <laughs> uh blue wall paint. Do you want to be done now? Yeah, or? so okay. bad. Okay, it's the I voted sticker. Oh sure. You're wearing one right now. Hell yeah. I thought of this topic today because immediately after voting, I went to the grocery store, as I feel like 99% of people who vote do, and uh, my little sticker fell off somewhere. Oh, shit. Because when I got back to the car, the sticker was gone. And I, I hate that. And I thought, how few chances in my life do I have now to earn a sticker? I know. And now it's gone. I know. How are people going to know? How are people going to know? How virtuous you are for voting. Exactly. So you decided, I will do it on a podcast to talk about how much I voted. <laughs> how, how hard I voted. Um, I did. When that Prop A came up, I was like, no. <laughs> um, gosh, I hope that when this airs, we will have succeeded. We'll know one way or another. Uh, should, we, should we reference what it is? Or I think, think we talked about it in the ad break. Okay. Oh, sorry. The the police in Austin want to double their fucking yeah, budget over five yeah. They years. want they want like two police officers for every thousand people. A very scientific number they've come to there. <laughs> I think even the police chief was like, "Yeah, it's it's an arbitrary number." Like, oh, cool. Let's <laughs> cool. spend half a billion dollars on it, my man. Uh, and they really disguise it too. Like, did you read the? Phrasing? I read the whole thing. It was like, "Do you want police transparency? 
Yeah. At the cost of half a billion dollars? Like, like no. Like, exceptional training. Like, they they phrased it in a way to yeah. try and get both sides on board. They've also been doing this really fun thing where uh, now, unless it is like an immediate danger crime that's happening, they redirect you right to 311. So let's go ahead and double their fucking budget if they're going to be the cops now, I suppose. Anyway, um, it sucks, but Here it's we either are. a thing or not a thing by the time this comes out. So we Here did we our are. best. So uh, I voted sticker. So I I really did think about the fact that when you're a kid, I'm assuming this happened for you too. Like you did well on like a test or whatever and you got a sticker on there. Yeah. You remember that? I love that. You remember the feeling of that? Good feelings. Uh, I feel like it was even in high school, I had a foreign language teacher that gave you stickers uh, based on your good performance. And there's, it's still, it's still kind of a rush. It's a rush. I remember a quiz I got 100% on and the teacher put on a sticker of the Blue Ranger and he <laughs> had a little like big 90s font word bubble in front of it that said, awesome. <laughs> Did you Hell like, yes. did you put that on your notebook? I wish I'd had that kind of foresight. Mm-hmm. It might, I mean, I held on to a lot of my notebooks that might be in the house. Somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what it is. The guy, when I was finished voting, asked me if I wanted a sticker and I thought it was even crazy that he was asking me. I, I was know. like, yes, yes, I want the sticker. In some places they have like really personalized, individualized stickers. Like yeah. New York has all these New York stickers that you can only get in New York. It's like, hey, I'm voting over here. <laughs> there you go. That's that's what it is. Uh, so it is difficult to trace the origin of a sticker. Yeah. Um, basically, when I read articles about it, everybody just talked about they found articles in newspapers referencing stickers. Like specifically, I voted stickers or just stickers? well, it was it was different um, entities that would offer you know deals based on you having a sticker. Interesting. Uh, so there was a like a 1982 article in the Miami Herald talking about how different small businesses in Fort Lauderdale were offering discounts to customers wearing I Voted stickers. Huh. Um, Even before that, there was a 1950 article in the Miami Herald uh, that talked about I Have Voted stickers, which would be handed out at polls as a reminder to others to cast their vote. I have voted. I have voted. (laughs) Which I voted is celebratory. Like I have voted is such a like <laughs> declaration. I have voted. And also there's something there's immediacy to I voted and I have voted could reference any time in your life. Exactly. <laughs> um so the reminder to others to cast their vote is very true. Like this may not happen to you as much, but for me a lot of I don't t- see people during the day. <laughs> it's fair. Yes. <laughs> I will go to work and I will see my coworkers wearing their stickers and I will think, oh, yeah, I got to find a time to do that today. Yeah. Um, my employer actually offers you like an hour release time, huh. which is a little ridiculous, honestly, because it's not like I'm logging that in. You know, yeah. I just go when I go. But but I think it's a nice gesture. My I voted sticker is the 50,000 texts I've gotten from different uh nonprofits in the area saying, hey, you got to vote no on this Prop A thing. It sucks. And then the three or four like robo dials calling me saying like, someone was murdered last night. (laughs) And we couldn't do anything about it because we don't have enough money. Anyway, Prop A, get there. Oops, another murder. I just heard it outside. Oh, I better go do something about it. I'm the police. Bye. (laughs) So stickers, Phoenix Realtors Association started distributing stickers in Phoenix in 1985, 
and National Campaign Supply claims it started selling them in 1986. So people like buy these stickers for like a penny a piece. Cool. Uh, to distribute. Um, and it's supposed to kind of build this like sense of community that was once associated with voting. Mm-hmm. Like this idea of like, we're all doing it. Look, look around. You can see the people that have done it. And don't you want to be a part of that? I mean, yes, every time. <laughs> uh, it's not really necessarily like, we think the stickers will make people vote. Like, no. As much as I suggested it, like, there are not research teams saying, like, let's get a better sticker so more people vote. Yeah, but I mean, it's <laughs> it's got to be true that seeing somebody, there are types of people out there who see somebody with an I voted sticker and go, oh shit, that's today. Yeah. Like, that's got to be something. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be something, though, like, if they really did invest in the sticker in an attempt to get the, the youth more interested in voting? Oh, cool. So, like, a hologram sticker, you know? Yes. Or, like, a scratch and sniff that smells like poles. <laughs> it smells like poles? What do poles smell like? You know, like a polling location? Like, yeah. Like, um, usually, like, gymnasium. <laughs> yeah, for me, I would say, for today's, it was stale church air. No. Did you recognize that? Yes. <laughs> um, so a lot of a lot of this happened in the 20th century because voter turnout rates started to sink. Right. And uh in particular the 2000 election kind of dramatized this idea that everybody needs to vote, like every vote matters. Yeah. Uh which seemed to make the sticker well, more visible. Or if you live in Florida, it doesn't matter either way. <laughs> yeah. It's going to kind of go, that train's going to keep on going without you. So. You're, you're so political in this episode. Yeah, I am. He's <laughs> fired up with that sticker. Yeah, I've, I mean, I don't know if you can see my sticker, but I did vote today. I have, <laughs> I have voted. Um, a lot of people have kind of turned away from the sticker just because of the cost and, and the litter. Um, but uh, the just wearing the sticker does does have the effect um it it reminds people to do it and that's i mean there's there's valuable in that uh and that when voters feel that they are thanked for voting a past election they're more likely to vote in a future election huh so just this idea of like it's it's important that you voted and we want you to wear the sticker and you did a good thing and then this idea of like i'm going to do that again we should normalize then if you see somebody with an i voted sticker walking right up to them and saying thank you thank (laughs) you thank you um, so I was reading this article and there is a, uh, a professor of political science at Fordham University, uh, that said an even more effective get out the vote method than the I voted sticker, uh, could be the, uh, I didn't vote sticker. Whoa. <laughs> Which I don't know how that, that doesn't make work. any sense to me. <laughs> I don't know how that would work. Who's going to see that and be like, awesome. <laughs> I'm not going to vote either. Like we can shame them. Yeah, I don't know what that, maybe. Is it like, oh shit, they didn't vote. I got to get out there and definitely vote. Maybe everybody gets an I didn't vote sticker and, in the mail. And then in order to get the I voted oh. sticker, they have to turn in the I didn't mm-hmm. vote sticker. And then they have to put it on their shirt that's good we could give everybody i didn't vote tattoos like on their faces and the only way to fix it is every year you have to put the i did vote i have voted sticker over Uh it and keep it there for 365 days anyway this is my platform i'm running uh in the next election yeah i'd vote for you thank you wait what are you running for uh railroad commissioner there you go awesome and thank you to Bowen and Augustus for the use of our theme song, Money Won't Pay, 
You can find a link to that right in the episode description. Thank you to Maximum Fun for having us on the network. They're not kidding when they call it Maximum Fun, folks. It's the most fun you can have on this planet, Listen to these freaking shows. Take, take a trip with uh, Stop Podcasting Yourself mm-hmm. or um, Jackie and Lori Beef and Dairy Network. Mm-hmm. All kinds of shows on MaximumFun.org. Go check them out and have fun on them. And we have a Taz live show here in a couple days. Yeah. They were doing uh, Hoot Nanny, our space opera country music jamboree. Uh, you can find links uh, to everything and details yeah, and at macroyfamily.com. Let's say that you're a cool kid and you have plans, uh, you know, Friday night. It'll be VOD for a while after that. Maybe you exactly, don't got to sweat it. Exactly. But you should come and watch it. It'll be lots of fun. And we're teasing uh, a new uh, sort of side project for Taz uh, at the end of that show that I bet everybody's really going to like. Do I even know what this is? You do. You might not know that it's being revealed at this point. Okay. But, uh, that's it. We got to go like like a minute ago because I double booked for recordings today. Oh, that sounds yeah. like you. Me and Marin doing our... <laughs> Doing our jokes. Uh-huh. Oh, shit, he's calling me now. Okay. Uh, stop yelling! He's yelling so loud. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.